check. One, two. Frank, I'm sitting here with my flannel on and my fingerless gloves holding, cradling a pumpkin spice latte. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got to cool over, it down over, can... over a uh, oil barrel. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get a little <clears throat> circulation into my yeah. hands here now that we're in, in, in the fall here in New York. <laughs> Eric was like, Hey, should we pick a theme? How about fall? <laughs> so he's doing a little, little cosplay here, you for talk, you. I'll do, I'll <laughs> do some fall, sound effects. A little fall cosplay for you. Yeah. Uh, well, it's September in New York. <laughs> That's officially fall. Do you have um, some newspaper I could use for crinkly leaves? I do. <laughs> I do. It's right here. Um, welcome back to Frank and Eric. This is our second episode of 2022. Yeah. Second episode of season three. Season three. Is it only season three though? Season yeah. four for some reason. Nope. Okay. I mean, not a, I'm unless maybe they yanked the whole season down. I mean, there's a lost season somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we are, we don't have a clear review topic today. You know, I found the feedback from people saying uh, it turns them off when we do a, a topic because maybe they don't like that topic. I was like, it's not the fucking point. Yeah. Just like hang out. <laughs> Just listen to the show. That's what we're doing. It doesn't matter if you like Jaws or not. Who cares? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So do you think I should? Should I turn off the pot of mulled wine I have on the stove? You should. Because <laughs> you should. Some people might be turned off. People might not enjoy fall. Oh, I have a I have a horn of plenty being delivered. Yeah, I guess Good. a cornucopia. Yeah, I have will. some old brown corns <laughs> on the cob. I'm gonna put about my apartment. We were gonna make we were gonna make corn husk dolls yeah. while we did the episode. It amazes me that some people who own all the seasonal shit. You know, and just drag it out whenever the season comes. That was you my know, grandmother. You know, and my, my mom used to do that too. And now that I have a kid, I mean, he's too young to register any of that. But maybe like in a year or two, I might start decorating. Yeah. But like. You buy some tchotchkes? Do it like the way my mom did where she would just get those cardboard decorations and just tape them to the wall. There you the go. Couch. Yeah. You know, That's it's Halloween. <laughs> Scotch tape right on the wall. Happy Halloween, kids. Um <laughs> I, for Christmas last year, I don't know if, no, we didn't record the Christmas before, but in Christmas 2020, <clears throat> I got a tree for the first time. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. Real, a real one? Real tree. Okay. Yeah. That brings Lo- a nice scent into the apartment. Loved it. Yeah. Really loved it. Knocked so my it, socks off. So you had to clean it up. It was kind of a pain in the ass, I'll admit, yeah. but really just brought me a lot of joy, I have to say. It does. Last year with our Christmas tree, I got the, uh, you know, the loose tinsel? Uh-huh. The kind that's just like the strands. Super 80s. Yeah. It's I, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But but if you just lean into it, you know, yeah. just say like uh, last year, my my design perspective when I was mm. putting the tree together design was perspective. as many lights and as much <laughs> like shiny shit. I'm the same I way. I want around. a gaudy <clears throat> American Absolutely. Christmas. Yes. Yep. Color lights, shit everywhere. Big bulbs and little bulbs. Big bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking put that. Kids were having a big bulb Christmas. It yeah. was great. And so last year, I because uh, the year before I went out and bought a bunch of lights from CVS or whatever. And uh, so this past Christmas, I wanted to go a little bigger. Got a bigger tree. Okay. Had a little more space. Had more windows to show it off to to the neighborhood. Well, that's nice. Yeah. You know, it's prime time. Yeah. Uh, and so I, you get a little, like a little robe and stand next to it. Yeah. Have a little hot cocoa looking out <laughs> at the street. 
Put my little little Santa cap on. Yeah. Because um, I'm 40. You know, that's what you do when you're 40. Yeah. And you're old. Yeah. You start losing muscle mass and you start, <laughs> you, st- you start sleeping with one of those pointy caps on. Yep. Um, and so I asked my parents to mail me because I know all like the family heirloom ornaments are just sitting in the shed at my parents' house. They don't decorate? They don't give a fuck. That sucks. It does suck. I find it super depressing. My dad gets a tabletop tree. I hate it. That's pre-decorated and he just brings it downstairs and puts it on the table. That sucks so hard. I know. I want to walk in with a bat and just fucking hit it. Well, it's funny you say that. I may have told this story on the podcast already, but when I was in college, my dad pulled one of those. He got rid of the tree that we had. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he didn't want to bother putting it up. It was a six foot fake tree. And so he just got like a little like one foot thing, put it in the same place. And I was like, nope. And I was the only one home. I took it, threw it away, <laughs> drove to the store and bought a new tree and put it up myself. Here, dad gave you some something to do. Have fun putting this. No, away. I put it up myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I, I, I love, I, I have real fuck you energy when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> I, I like it's in those moments where you really see the total like philosophical difference that I, it, you know, approach life with mm-hmm. that than uh, the one that my dad approaches. Totally. With. Yeah. My dad, like <clears throat> I, my dad has lost sight of the fact or maybe never had sight of the fact <laughs> that that work you do putting up the tree and then looking at the tree for like a month and then taking the tree back down. That's life. Yeah, that's memories. That's what life is. Yeah. My dad's like, I'd rather just sit. Same. I don't get it. I could just sit here instead. Yeah. I think I'm just a, I'm also a bit masochistic and I like putting myself through rituals. Yeah. I also like the, there's a little bit of like romanticism about it, you know? Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put on some fucking Bing Crosby, dim the Same. lights. Same. I'm fucking in, baby. And that's what I did last year. That's why I, I, I called my parents and I asked them to mail me some of these ornaments that they weren't using. Yeah. And they're like, what do you want those for? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm putting for a tree, dad. What do you like? What else would I get? Getting my for? nipples pierced. <laughs> Send me the, <laughs> minute some kinky shit these days. Uh, <laughs> Comic cons coming up. Um, knock their socks off. I don't know. Uh, so he mails me this huge box of all kinds of shit, like lights, ornaments, all kinds of tchotchkes. I now have like a two foot wooden Santa boot in my apartment. Great. All kinds of weird crap. Love it. So this year, my apartment's going to be like full on Christmas. It's going to make people have like a sick Christmas party this year. You should. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be really fun. I I mean, we kind of go all out for it every year. The the last two upstate, we got like a nine foot tree each year, a 10 foot tree, I think, because we had the super high ceilings. Yeah, Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would, I would it's do the only that way to live, you know, maybe we'll, I don't know if we're going to do Christmas in the city or upstate this year. So I'm having, speaking of parties, we're having like a, a big kind of like onsite for my job this week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I office have, onsite in the office. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And each team is supposed to like create this kind of like um, these kind of events for everyone to hang out and bond together. I keep doing your job isn't enough. Yeah. I keep (laughs) joking with my team. Every time we have a meeting, like they don't know what we're doing. And I was like, Hey, so can you guys bring uh, waterproof shoes? (laughs) Like, Hey guys, can you guys bring a change of clothes? Is anyone scared of clowns? Um, Just to fuck with them. Yeah. Um, But I'm having them over my apartment tomorrow to brainstorm. No, no, just to hang out. 
Oh, okay. Has like a little like social mixer. Okay. And I'm thinking of like trying to play a game with everybody. Like what kind of? <laughs> <laughs> you should have hit the eyes wide shut song just then. Oh shit! I don't yeah. think we have it on here. Do oh, okay. We? Uh, I think celebrity, but um, okay. I'm trying to think of like something else that's like fun, like an icebreaker for uh, for coworkers. If you have any ideas. Icebreaker for so I uh, loathe icebreakers <laughs> and hanging out with coworkers. So okay. um, I've turned into a real like I don't know um, company man. Like uh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know how to do that. For me, it was always like okay, we're 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 doing an offsite, right? What time does this thing start? Eleven a.m. <laughs> that mean I'm gonna be fucking blackout drunk by like eleven thirty a.m. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to maintain the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, that's because you work in tech and you can get away with that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then before you know it, I'm like fucking vaping with my boss and blacking <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. I should bring out a bong. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, hmm. What's it? Let's see. There's celebrity, uh, werewolf. You can play that. What's werewolf? Isn't that, that's sort of like the thing where you're, um, it's sort of like mafia. Oh yeah, yeah. You know where you're like, yeah. like somebody is the something. Yeah, I'm not a big game guy, so. So if you look behind you, there's a box, like a blue box. Yeah. Do you know who Esther Perel is? Yeah, the shrink. Yeah. yeah. She has a board game. That's the game right there. Okay. I could bring out some questions for for our team. They're probably like intimate. You want to want to look them in? Okay. Get to it. You want me to read an intimate question to yeah. you, or do you want to? Sure. Yeah. Want to? Okay, Esther. We, we go back and forth. Esther Perel. What? What's her show? The pink ones are the sex ones. So this is not appropriate for <laughs> you. Can take them out. You can take them out. Is a point. They have like a little pink triangle. Uh, triangle on them or something. Oh God, this is. Just read the question. I already don't like it. What was the first one you read? You've put two down already. My favorite love story to tell. Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. What were the first two? That was the one I picked up. That was the first one. That's when I was like, no. And this one says, when I hear the word forbidden, the first first thing that comes to mind is, you want to fucking play this game with coworkers? (laughs) Does it have a pink triangle on it? That card? Yeah, it does. Oh, that's a that's a pink one. Oh, I see. This, Those the are the symbols. sex ones, and and the yellow one is the my favorite love story to tell. I don't want to. Those are all that. like sex ones. Read a couple more sex ones real quick. What's this? Okay, here's another orange or yellow circle. <laughs> the worst date I've ever been on. That's mm. fine, I guess. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe not for you, but no. <laughs> <clears throat> Your coworker's Thanks. gonna be like, I went to Olive Garden. And it didn't <laughs> go well. You're like, well, so I'm on Craigslist. <laughs> Uh, um, when I notice myself getting older, I, dude, this, this is, is just, this is going to reveal a level of darkness to your coworkers. <laughs> that, oh, here's a pink triangle one. <clears throat> I'll never forget the time I was seduced by what, dude? Have you ever been you seduced? You got to get some fucking apples to apples. <laughs> Play some bananagrams. Have you ever been seduced? My most embarrassing sexual mishap. What? <laughs> Oh, it was the time I stubbed my boner and bled everywhere and had to go to the emergency room. You're up, Sharon. <laughs> Sharon from HR, your turn. Yeah, cool this, is, story. this is a risky move, busting yeah. this game out. Yeah. I don't know if I would do that. Let me, let me see. I would, I would just pull out the Swedish erotica playing cards <laughs> and play a little Texas Hold'em. Yeah, just play, just play dumb like you don't see it. What do you mean? 
We throw out the cards. Um, yeah. Wow, yeah. Man, I have had a sore throat for three weeks. I've had a sore throat since the last time we recorded. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I have a chronic condition. I don't think you do. You probably just drink too much and you've been lifting. Excuse maybe? me. <laughs> I have run every day for the past 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I work out six, I, I lift six days a week. Mm-hmm. That's why I have this incredibly svelte bod. In my latest fantasy, I am. Is, um, is it just Tom Hardy? Everybody just says Tom Hardy? In my no, latest in my fantasy, latest fantasy, I am Tom Hardy's boyfriend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Slash jujitsu partner. Uh, you don't want to be Tom Hardy and be fucking Tom Hardy? I, I don't want to. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, I don't want to be... Mm. I don't want to be so hot. I'm Tom Hardy. I mm. want to be so hot. Tom Hardy wants to fuck me. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what I'm okay, saying? Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, none of these are that interesting. My earliest memory of sexuality. Oh, that's easy. My family's attitude towards sex. Did your she, family ever talk about, talk about sex? Chitara from the Thundercats. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Chitara. Um, Meow. Am I right? <laughs> Right? Yeah. No, wrong button. <laughs> there, there it is. Um yeah, blow the dust off of that one. Uh what was that? What was the next one? Uh my family's what? My family uh sorry. Something about sexuality. My family talks about sex. Taught me about sex. Oh sorry. I lost it. My family only ever acknowledged that sex exists once. And it was when I went on vacation to the Jersey shore with a female friend when I was 15 years old mm-hmm. and? and my dad just sat me down at the kitchen table and said, you better not get her pregnant. Nice. Yeah. That was it. That's all you said. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. I was like, there is no chance that that's going to happen. Dad. Huh? Literally zero <laughs> chance. <laughs> she, I wonder if she would let me, but, uh, despite zero. my best efforts, <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. There was no conversation about sex at all. I remember like uh, some Madonna video was on. My dad was like, turn that off. And that was it. Yikes. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's. Uh, I would not play that. Would you play this with like uh, automatic butt? Yeah. <laughs> Bet it would get real weird. Because <laughs> I don't know any of this about those guys. Yeah, no. All of this stuff is a mystery. Sexless like, what's freaks your fa- in what's, my mind. What's your favorite color? No idea. No idea. What's your yeah. last name? No fucking idea. No fucking clue. <laughs> your, your last name's Two-Tone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my sexual, sexual education came from and my family's sexes. Those are kind of interesting. My sexual education came from really psychologically harmful movies in the 90s. Yeah, same. Uh, my most persistent sexual fantasy is <clears throat> I turn myself on by when I was a kid. If I turn myself on by just taking the bus home, because taking the, the bus home was just a wild ride when you're 15. Because of the hotties or the bumps, the bumps. Oh, okay. Probably both, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, working in concert, if you will. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> One thing I do to make sex more interesting. One thing I do to make sex more interesting. Yeah, you act price. Yeah. Uh, jeez. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll throw on a British accent every now and again. <laughs> Just keep it interesting. Keep Hold it on a minute. 
<laughs> oh. Um, no, I don't know. Um, I don't even have a good answer for that. <clears throat> yeah, that really puts you on the spot. Sure does. Wouldn't want to do that with the coworkers. You know? Do you talk to <coughs> talk to sex? <coughs> Excuse me. Do you talk about talk about sex to your male friends? Do I talk about sex to my male friends? Yeah. Like in what? Sense? Like your sex life? No. <laughs> why not? Um, why would I? <laughs> I don't know. Something comes up. You need T- to- tips and tricks. Or <laughs> 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 yeah, tips and tricks are like. Um, Concern um, or a thoughtful idea? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's never come up. Okay. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm honestly trying to think of a single scenario where that has come up. Well, I'm a, I'm a married man who's been with the same person for a very long time. Sure. I mean, I've definitely like, you know, like hooked up with people and then it uh-huh. talked to my friends the next day and was sure. like, yes, I did hook up with that bridesmaid. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or what have you. Sure. But, but not like, Hey guys, I found this, I found this great new angle for my pelvis to. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like, uh, Oh, she wanted to try this thing and I felt conflicted about it. What do you think? <laughs> No, I've never, I've never had that, that type of conversation. Huh? Have you sort of? Yeah. Kind mm. of. Yeah. Huh. There have been things I've been conflicted about or just needed to sort through. Sure. Huh. Okay. I'm, you know, if you ever need a sounding board for those things, <laughs> that's uh, not this podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> you, we can take it off the record <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll do my best to offer guidance. Mm-hmm. No, I just find it interesting that, uh, Almost none of my male friends talk about sex at all. I guess women probably talk about sex a lot, I would think. If if sex in the city is to be believed. (laughs) Sure. Why those women were talking about it all the time. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I think like, uh, I think that maybe talking about sex requires a level of vulnerability that women are more comfortable with that men are not. I would to that thing. <laughs> I would say that's accurate. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a lot of ladies putting that drop on their no, no, no. I what think. was uh, that woman's podcast um, with Laura and Hey Girl Hey Hey Girl Hey? Yeah, I don't know if they had that back in drop. the day. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Are you threatening me, Dick? Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. What? what else is on here? <gasps> okay. Yep. Uh, sex is most interesting for me when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> just simply happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. I see you uncomfortable and you seem a little, uh, I'm trying to riff to the best of my ability, <laughs> and that's why there is Fair dead enough. air. Fair enough. Dead air. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I guess I've never, honestly, I've never really thought about the fact that, like, I've never had a conversation about sex with my friends. Yeah. I remember one time when I was in uh, high school, 
my friend Tommy, who I saw very recently, yeah, um, he had sex with his high school girlfriend. I'm sorry. I, I hope I hope I'm not telling tales <laughs> out of school. Uh huh. I think there's I think there's a good chance he's probably had sex multiple times since then. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying you're spilling the tea. He did have sex with his high school girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, after the fact, it happened. After it happened, he told us. Yeah. Our group of friends. Yeah. You know, we're hanging out, the boys. Yeah. And I, I can't, I, I remember him saying that it happened and then my immediate reaction, like without even thinking about it, I said, I said something like, what was it like? <laughs> I don't even think I, I didn't, it was just sort of like, yeah. you know, one, like a yeah. reptile brain thing. Like, and he just looked at me like, what? Yeah. And he said, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm, and I was obviously. like, sweet, cool. <laughs> all right. Now I know about sex. Now that I got all of <laughs> now my, I, all now my, I learned about sex. All my questions about sex are answered. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that yeah. in a decade. No, I was seeing someone recently who, um, <laughs> talked about sex a lot. And then like the idea of men talking about sex or not, uh, kind of became like a thing we would talk about or come up every now and again. I think remember one time I was hanging out with you guys, we talked about the idea of like feeling sexy. Yes. Yeah. And if you feel sexy, I remember this. And if when that was a product of this person's like conversation, yes. Uh, which were interesting. And I've asked like some of my other guy friends about that. Yeah. Um, you've well, asked them if they feel sexy. Yeah. Or if they do when, do your friends frequently feel sexy? <laughs> <laughs> and if so, when? And so do your friends feel sexy or not? Uh, I can't remember what they said. It was my other Slack group. Um, I think they said mostly not. I think most of them said they are not happy with their bodies. So it keeps them from feeling sexy. Breach. <laughs> but some of them, uh, their wives make them feel good. So that's really nice. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Um, when I was in Pittsburgh uh, last, when I when I went on my one thousand mile motorcycle journey, yep. <clears throat> there's a, a, one of my favorite bars in Pittsburgh is the Squirrel Cage, mm -hmm. and good name for a bar. That's the that's the colloquial <clears throat> name. It's the Squirrel Hill Cafe, okay. but it has bars on the windows, so they that's call it the Squirrel <laughs> Cage. It's funny, um, and uh, it's just the greatest bar. It's it's like the most unpretentious neighborhood bar ever. And the, the woman who is the waitress there has been working there since 1980, I think. Holy shit. Yeah. She's, she, she, wrote a, she wrote a book about it and she said that she looks forward to like dying in the squirrel cage. What like the she fuck? loves it. She's like, this is my home. Could you imagine that? Yeah. I can. Dying in the squirrel <laughs> cage? Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely imagine that. But anyway. Yeah, doing something for like 40 years and just loving it. But No, no, I yeah. can't. Opens yeah. another beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I used to go to the squirrel cage when I was in college. Yeah. And when I was back in town, I was like, I got to go back there for a beer. And uh, she was, you know, there when I was in college and she was there this time around. Nice. And I was sitting at the bar by myself and I ordered a beer and she came up and she said, are you waiting for a woman or a man? Okay. And I said, well, a man, my friend, uh -huh. but I'm married to a woman. Uh -huh. And she said, oh, do you mind if I tell you that you're extremely attractive? Ha! 
And I said, I don't mind at all. And she said, I just don't need anybody coming in here chasing me down for saying something like that. I just wanted to give you a little compliment. Huh. Like, thank you. Um, I wonder if you said you were married to a man, if you would still say that. I, I actually don't understand how telling me I was attractive followed her question. Yeah. You know, it was like, if she was asking me if I'm waiting for a man because I'm gay, then she would just like maybe not give me the compliment because right. she doesn't have a... Because who cares? Doesn't have a horse in the race. Sure. But but like maybe now she was like, oh, you're married to a woman. Well, wife's not here. I'll just let you know I'm down. But, but I like that she said she wants to play with fire a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, can you blame her? <laughs> no, obviously not. <laughs> but I like the idea that like if you said you were gay... It would have been less. It would be less interesting for her. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah, she was like, "Listen, I know." It's a little thrill. Yeah, yeah, good for her. I, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I appreciated it. <laughs> sure, that's the bar where I was sitting uh, when I met the two medical students who snuck me into the uh, cadaver lab. Cool, and um, many other things that. <laughs> were probably super uncool for many, me to do. Many other things. <laughs> uh, let's see. A myth about sex I ha I've had to dispel. Um, um, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Like something that you thought about sex that like it wasn't was actually not true, like something you like maybe when you were younger or like you had in your mind about the way sex is or could be. I, I don't know that I. I mean, I used to. I mean, I I used to watch some pretty racy movies. Yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Like, so. Sure. The veil was removed at a pretty early age, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. But the soft core stuff is not. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, I mean, I I saw like, you know, pornos and stuff. I, <laughs> I saw some pornos yeah, and I was, stuff. Yeah, I saw some pornos and stuff. <laughs> but, it's, you know, that's pornos aren't reality, though. You know? <laughs> right. But, well, that's that's probably a myth that every everyone has to dispel sure. for themselves. Sure. I guess. I mean, I grew up watching Swedish erotica, so it really <laughs> <laughs> skewed my whole perspective yeah, yeah, of the, did, yeah. just the scale of human genitals. Right. <laughs> As it does. Uh, anyway, it's fall. Uh, uh, ooh, hold on. Yeah. I think very my pumpkin spice latte is very just believable. cooled off enough. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hold on, my earmuffs are slipping off. Yes. So now that you have a child and a wife, yeah, do you go apple picking? Um, I did go apple picking last year. Yeah. Um, because uh, I went apple picking last year for the. Uh, I was going to compare it to going to the zoo, but it's not, it's totally different. 
I went to, I went apple picking last year because my wife wanted to go with one of her friends. Like yeah. her friend brought her boyfriend and then my wife was like, okay, I'll bring my husband. And Benny was there and you know, Benny was sort of barely sentient at that point. So <laughs> he was just in a stroller like, Ugh. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it sucked just like I remembered apple picking. It's, you know, I love apples. Yeah. Eat a lot of them. Let's go to the store, man. It's extremely stupid. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and I know I'm going to do it again this year because yeah. my wife already brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> and the place we went to. It's a long drive for like 15 minutes of just putting some apples in a bag and going home. Yeah. What are you, what are you complaining about? Um, the place we went to, we went on a Sunday and they had a craft beer barn. Okay. So you could, you know, it was a bar in a barn. Yep. Basically for like people like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, you hate this? You want to drink? Yeah. Yeah. So we, but it was a Sunday and yep. uh, these puritanical bastards didn't start selling beer until like noon, but we got there really early because we had to time it with our, you know, our son's nap time. Yeah. And I walked in and I was just like, can I get a beer? And they're like, no, not it's until, not, not for another 35 minutes. And I was like, okay set my time set my, my watch <laughs> and then in 35 minutes i came back and i was like can i get that beer and they're like no we forgot it's sunday so it's actually an hour later and i was like you sons of bitches can't you see <laughs> i need this i'm trying to i need to drink i'm trying to be something. a good dad right now i'm trying to drink something that makes this okay yeah it wasn't it was beer not cider yeah it was beer yeah. i think they they had like cider and stuff like that too but, yeah um yeah it, it was fine you know just yeah. walking around picking fucking apples man yeah man I don't get it. How, I don't get it either. I've been a number of times yeah. with some woman, you know, it's like, hey, yeah. you want to go apple picking? Women love it. Love I, it. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a huge generalization here. But I'm women not. love it. Yeah. Not to do. be gendered about it, but <clears throat> women specifically really love it. No, I, I just really, I'm trying not to be just like patriarchal and sexist and all that stuff but no man has ever invited me to go apple picking with him. Bunch of dudes go pick some apples, you know? I mean, my bro's going to get some apples. <laughs> Pretty sick time. Pretty good party. Uh, yeah. I just, um, also I grew up in a very rural place. Like you yeah. could just go get a job on an apple farm if you wanted to. <laughs> so it doesn't. A little cosplay of a, work on an apple farm. Yeah. You know? So for me, it's a little too close to like a shitty job I might've had. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, it's not for me, man. It's yeah. just not for me. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, there is a place upstate where you can like, they make pizzas and they have. I heard the pizza is really good at that. Place. It is good. Yeah. I've been a number of times. And uh, it's a little bit better because there's more to do than just yeah. pick apples. But yeah, I uh, I hope I can get out of it, but I'll probably have to go. No, you should go. You should be yeah. a sport. I mean, it'll be fun for Benny. He'll yeah. he'll love running. It'll around be Benny's and, first apple. You know? yeah. He likes going anywhere where there's an open space and he can run away <laughs> giggling. That's, <laughs> that's kind of his full time yeah, gig. Right I mean, that now. sounds great. I would love to do that. Um, running, running with his arms out and this look on his face, like I don't know how to stop this thing. Yeah, if that could be my full time job, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, went to the zoo yesterday. Uh huh. I mean, you know, I've been in the zoo in probably twenty years. It sounds like hell. I love it. Do you? It it ticks. <laughs> What? It checks the boxes for two of my main passions in life, which is animal cruelty and being <laughs> bored. 
So when I was asked if I wanted to drive to the Bronx as soon as I woke up, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> and you feel compelled to go with your kid for some reason so they can watch animal cruelty? I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't really my idea. I was just asked if I wanted to join. And I was like, of course, I want to join because I want to go see him at the zoo and see how he reacts. And- if you said, Were you allowed to say no? Yeah. Yeah. You said, yeah. no, I don't want to go. Yeah, my in-laws were there too, so sure. I could have very easily been like, "Yeah, you guys go have a great time. I'm going to take the morning off." But uh, no, I, 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 you know, I like one one of the really um, fun things about being a dad is sort of like watching your kid experience new things. Sure. Sure. So like, <clears throat> you know, I got to see Benny fucking look at an elephant a foot away from him <laughs> yesterday, and he was just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and just sort of you know seeing that like. The yeah. whole pathway being forged in their brain for the first time. Like what the fuck? That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was fine. It was it, the Bronx zoo is a great zoo. Never been, I, I guess if you like yeah. zoos. Um, and uh, I will say that the, the <clears throat> cruelty of being in a zoo is just fucking annihilating astounding it's just it's like a room full of cages it's so fucking weird yeah like you see this fucking gorilla that shares like 99 percent of our dna it looks into your eyes like bro (laughs) what the fuck yeah get me out of here yeah Let's fucking pull down this glass so I could fucking break your fucking neck, you fucking son of a bitch. Just looking at you. Yeah. And, 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 you, and you know, you like, you imagine that somebody encountered them in the jungle for the first time and they were like, you know what? I'm going to stick that thing in a fucking box so I can right? take a picture of it with my phone. <laughs> Fuck. That is gnarly, man. Yeah, I agree. Jesus. Yep. And, uh, so I start thinking about that while I'm there. It's amazing how that like that simple money making scheme of like someone wants to look at this yeah. still holds up with zoos. And yeah. and with like um and with the circus too, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like circuses are really kind of not not like like circuses with with animals in them are like not really a thing anymore. Yeah, or at least they're just nowhere. Or like freak shows, no, no longer a thing. Yeah, thank God. Well, maybe if they had those, I would have some income, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a super on PC thing to say, but I'm going to resist. I'm going to resist. Just resist, so we don't have to edit the episode. Sweet. Again. Okay. <laughs> or you could do it, and we could just fucking lay a beep down. This. <laughs> so I was walking to the subway the other day. Yeah. You know? You're doing it. You're saying it. No. Okay. No. No. You can't. No, I'll, no, I'm not going to say. It. I'm not, not going to say. It. It. No. I'm say not. it. People like to hear the beep. <laughs> and yeah, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of people in front of me. There's this in front of me, and okay, right? Yes. And I, uh, part of me thought, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> in 2011? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe 20 years ago. I don't know about that. People are going to really wonder what you said under that beep. Yeah, we're going to beat the whole thing out. It's going to be like a 30 second beep. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I was walking to the subway and just beep. Yeah. <laughs> So we, I, we were at the zoo yesterday and uh, there's one part where they have um, 
seals or sea lions or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. in, in this big. And those things just fucking suffer. In New York City? Yeah. What the fuck? Swimming around essentially in a fountain, right? <laughs> and they're swimming around in circles and like these people are all sort of like crowded in around and they're, they're swimming on their backs and sort of jumping up a little bit and looking around and the two start like nipping at each other a little bit like yeah. they're playing and this crowd of kids just starts going, bite, 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 cool. bite bite and like Maya and I looked at each other and and Maya was like what kind of kids <laughs> fight to the seals and I, I was like yep that's kind of the whole deal in this place yeah did you not I yeah mean, that's, we're all here for torture <clears throat> yeah just go for it just the oh I, I I I am a total bleeding heart when it comes to animal cruelty like I yeah. cannot I mean, it, and a zoo is boring animal cruelty. It's not like one yeah. of those cool dog fights <laughs> or like a cock fight. I don't feel like I'm bleeding heart with animal cruelty. Like maybe I am. I don't know. Like the whole, all the stories about pigs getting just like shot to death during the pandemic was insane. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you are a thinking person, why do you still eat meat? You know? So you can get jacked. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, <clears throat> like if you're if you're making this bleeding heart thing, like yeah, yeah. How can you still eat meat? I raise chickens. Yeah, no, I believe that. Yeah. And I personally have no issue with eating them. Yeah, but I, I sure as far, but like I definitely the don't way like, there, the mass production of meat. Though. That's horrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Raising chickens and eating them, fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel. Yeah, I don't know. This is one of those like sort of. Uh, I don't know. It's a question that's like sort of abstract, but sort of not. Yeah. Well, it's abstract because <clears throat> you just can't see it. Yeah. But like, would, would me not eating me make any difference? No, but like, would that, does that monkey be in the cage matter? Yes. <laughs> does it? <laughs> does it? Yeah. Because I've raised chickens and, uh, yeah, man, it's, you could fucking eat those. Who gives a shit? Cause they're dumb. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> but a gorilla. Yeah, I don't know. Grill sign to you, you know, be like, hello, friend. I don't know if we need to like have, give animals an IQ test to say yeah. what they're worth. Is. Yeah, maybe chickens would sign if they had hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they're signing. We don't know. It. <laughs> no, I obviously I'm joking. And, you know, there's there's that's a real moral question that, yeah. uh, you know, I. Uh, and it's up to every person to make their own decision about. But uh yeah. Zoos. They can get fucked if you ask me. Agree. Aquariums too. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Something about um I had a random thing to talk about. Oh please. That that's been sort of stuck in my craw for yeah, about please. a week. But yeah. but if you had something to say. No, go for it. So <clears throat> I was listening to Oh uh, Yeah Dude recently. Uh-huh. And um our rival podcast. Our, yeah. <laughs> Our sister podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, this has got nothing to do with them. But, you know, they, they read news clips and sort of talk about trivia and stuff like that. <clears throat> and they, they said that in 2022, there's like 10 states that still have corporal punishment in schools. Mm-hmm. And then they and they were reading like the breakdowns of the times that corporal punishment had been used in the last school year or something like that. And it was like the segments were like less than a thousand times 
more than a thousand times and you know, whatever. And you know, we here above the Mason Dixon line probably have a hard time yeah. imagining like, you know, teachers hitting. Where did you read that? Uh, Hasidic story came out like last week, week before. Uh, I did. I, I, I read some of it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're talking about how they get, they, beat, they get beat a lot. They use corporal punishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think corporal punishment is allowed in private schools maybe. Or yeah. something. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I was thinking about when I was in school <clears throat> and I, I have like a hard time imagining what school is like for kids now, like with COVID yeah, having been out of school for eight, two years, <laughs> right? Or like being remote two for years, two years. Yeah. But like, so I'm trying to picture corporal punishment in 2022. How old are you when you're getting corporal punishment? Like if you're in high school, are you getting corporal punishment? I mean, you can get slapped at any age, right? You're getting like spanked on the, yeah. like on your buttocks. You, or like your hands are getting slapped. Maybe. I, I, it just seems so wild to me. Yeah. And I was thinking about just like the general level of violence that I experienced among the student population yeah. in, in school. And I was trying to imagine a teacher like wading into the fray and being like, okay, I'm going to slap you now. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what other people's school experience was like, but mine was like being in gen pop at a prison. Like it was. Mine wasn't that intense. Mine was savage, <laughs> like absolutely. So, I, it, so basically, it reminded me of this crazy story of of something that I witnessed with my own two eyes. So uh -huh. this is not a myth, uh -huh. okay? I, I and I'm imagine this is in middle school or junior high if you're from where I'm from. So I think I was in seventh grade, uh -huh. seventh or eighth grade, and uh, <clears throat> the 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 kid in question who did this, maybe I was in ninth grade and he was in ninth grade. I don't know how old you are in ninth grade. 14, like, uh, 13, 14, I think. So the, there was this kid who was like big for his age. Uh -huh. He had a, like a crustache. Okay. Yeah. You know, had one. Yep. Well. So his name, I, I probably shouldn't give his full name, but his, his first Darryl. name was Ricky. Ricky. That's a good name. Right. Yeah. Had a mullet. Yeah. And he was on the football team, but he was not like a jock. He was sort of just sort of, he was like, he was like, uh, he was from the more rural area near in my, like where sure. uh, we had, we had a school that sort of ser served a region and I was from inside the town. And then there were people who lived down in the Valley, like where the farms and stuff are. Sure. He was from out there. Yeah. And see like a special needs kid or what? No, he was one of the most charismatic people I've probably ever met. Okay. Ricky had a, had a, a mullet went, but it was cool. Yeah. Had a crustache. This was crustache is early nineties. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a certain type of dude at that age. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, I'm growing this to look older. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget to shave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. This kid had a fucking twinkle in his eye. Like you would not believe he's the kind of guy who would wear like, he'd wear his, you know, football jersey to school, fucking skin tight jeans, and then like shit kicker boots with the tongues like flopping out. Cool. You know what I mean? And he'd just like walk in and be like, what's up? What's up? Yeah. You know? And uh, just an agent of total chaos. Yeah. 
like people loved him, but he, he, he's the guy who we had this really old teacher, Mr. Ogrisiak. And he, Mr. Ogrisiak turned around one day and Ricky was sitting next to me. He used to wear the same Pantera shirt all the time that, that had the big pot leaf on the front. Nice. It was like the far beyond driven. Shirt yeah, yeah. And, uh, Mr. Ogrisiak turned around and, and Ricky picked up an open bottle of whiteout and whipped it at Mr. Ogrisiak and it just like splattered across the, the board. What the fuck? And, and then he sat, he sat back down and everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Mr. Ogrisiak, you know, was super old and he turned around all slow and was just like, who did that? And Ricky was just like looking around at everybody <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> and then, you know, he kicked him out and he's just like, yeah, see you later. And he stood up and left. I mean, he was just, wow. And he, I remember him telling, I, I, I remember him telling this story about going to a bar in the valley, like down in the rural area, you know? And I was like, you can go to a bar? He's like, yeah, they think I'm 21. And well, I was like, that's crazy. And he talked about going home with a chick from the bar. Okay, he's lying, obviously. I believe him. Mm, if you had seen this guy, it's like he's in middle school, but he looks like he's 35. Sure. And he talked about like banging this chick that he met at the bar and her kid was like asleep in his bedroom. <laughs> this kid's like on a, on a fucking junior high football Jesus team. Jesus Christ. And so one day he might've told me that story about banging the chick when we were in high school, to be fair. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of extra years. Sure, on sure. It. But when we were in middle school, I remember being in the lunchroom and there was a teacher, Mr. Casarda. And I don't know what Ricky did that Mr. Casarda was like disciplining him, like telling him, you know, yeah. you can't do that, whatever, like sit down, whatever. I'm going to, you're going to get detention, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Mr. Kickstarter is standing in the middle of the lunchroom and Ricky stands up, walks up to Mr. Kickstarter and lays him out. Fuck. Just fucking blasts him right in the Holy face. Holy shit. Boom. And everybody's just like, oh, you know, that like, that yeah. like collective, like, yeah, yeah. oh. Yeah. And, and he's just standing there with that fucking cocky look on his face, like looking around at everybody, like, fucking get a load of me, right? Yeah. And, and fucking, Casarda dusts himself off and stands up and grabs Ricky and drags him out. And then, you know, Ricky gets fucking suspended or whatever. Sure, sure. This was just before there was like a heavy police presence in schools. Yeah. Like he'll be shot by now. Yeah. I mean, he would, if, if you well, Mr. Casarda should have a gun at this point, right? Yeah. Or like <laughs> Mr. Casarda would be laying on the floor and like a SWAT team would move into the, sure. into the, the room and shoot Ricky with rubber bullets or something. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I was thinking about that story and how I witnessed that. And I was wondering like, how could you institute corporal punishment on a group of people who, where there's like that level of, well, my guess is if corporal punishment existed, it probably wouldn't have been that wild in the first place. Right. Everybody would be beaten down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you would fear getting hit with a ruler or something. Right. Yeah, I guess like, a, like, like, like when they talk about in Catholic school, like the nuns getting hit, yeah, you know, yeah. they hit you across the knuckles. Yeah. yeah. If, you had, if you had a lifetime of that, you'd probably be more in line than yeah. what he was. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that dude's up to these days, but it's probably, probably awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee it's not. I hope he's like the CEO of a fortune 500. No company. way. No way. Definitely not. <laughs> There's no way that kid went to college. He's probably a prison guard or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Man. What a, I mean, so you look back and it, it doesn't like at the time it doesn't register there. You just sort of like, 
I feel like when you're at that age, you look around and everybody sort of inhabits these archetypes. You're yeah. like, I'm a fucking nerd. That's yeah. the cool guy. That's a jock guy, yeah. you know, whatever. Like that's the Slayer t-shirt guy. Yeah. But like, like, man, there's some real big personalities when I look in. What was your, uh, your fucking your nerd, 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 just yeah. fucking sure. Loser. Yes. Not even nerd. I feel like nerd indicates intelligence. Yeah. Loser. That would be me too. Loser. <laughs> Awkward kid with dandruff. Who's that kid? Yeah. Awkward kid getting C's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. C student. Um, should we do top three? Well, do we have a, so we're going to go back to, uh, these, um, uh, Esther Perel cards. We're, we're stretching the boundaries of the, um, top, top three showdown, uh-huh. uh, a little bit here. <clears throat> so I'm going to give Eric a stack. He's going to give me a stack. And we're going to pick three cards for each of us to answer. Uh, they're basically like therapy cards. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's our, that's our deal. I do find it weird how, like, how popular therapy is now. Did I tell you that I was looking for a therapist today? You didn't. And I recommended mine endlessly. She's the best. Yeah, but I just don't know if I want to have the same therapist as someone else. Doesn't matter. I might be stopping my work with her anyway, so. Well, Why? Uh, she's, she's so pri- good that she cured she's you? a little pricey and I just <clears throat> I don't know I just need a break that's something I need to do forever I was looking through um, <clears throat> the list of therapists on psychology today uh-huh. there's billions billions um, and you know I I filtered by insurance uh-huh. um, I just found myself clicking on the hot ones same and the weirdos <laughs> same um, she's attractive <clears throat> but uh, yeah she's cool she's very smart um, <clears throat> pretty strong representation of attractive women. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure if that would be an issue for me. A lot of good looking Jewish women on there. I feel like I might misrepresent myself if mm. it was, well, see, here, maybe you can, um, try to tell me what my problem is yeah, please. before we get into the showdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking through, um, the the list on psychology today yeah. and clicking through various profiles. And um, I found myself thinking, I found myself thinking, I don't know if I can accurately represent myself to a very attractive woman because I think I would just always try to sort of like soft sell the bad things. And I've done that before. Oversell the good things. Wouldn't recommend it. Right. But thankfully my therapist is like, I don't know. She's, looking and if she i think she if was closer to my age i would it would be problematic but she's not so okay. it's fine for the men i found myself <laughs> being skeptical of their uh qualifications i see just all men no not all <laughs> men like so when it was young men i was like you're just some fucking guy yeah you're some dude but when it was old dudes i was like you've been in the game too long you're probably jaded you don't so know like i like- said all men <laughs> <laughs> so what i said yeah yeah <laughs> So, so older woman, I'd say. Yeah. 50 year old woman. That would probably be good for me. Yeah. Um, That's a sweet spot. Yeah. I reached out to a cutie and we'll see what she says, but good luck. luck. She was close by too. I could just walk. I'm not doing teletherapy. I want to be there in person. Yeah. I want to get into it. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Also, I just, I I, like a zoom call. Like, I don't know. It's breaking up. I can't hear you. You know? Yeah. I need you to hear me. I need you to see you in person. <laughs> I need you to see how cut I am. <laughs> yeah. How huge I am. I'm going to get a pump on on my way. <laughs> cool. 
Um, okay. Um, so we're each gonna we're gonna take the top three cards off the stack. No, just pick three. Just any pick three, three. Any three. David Blaine. Yeah. We're just David Blaine. A, <laughs> okay. Off this this pile here. Yeah, yeah, it's your pile. Are you reading them or are you picking them randomly? We're reading them to each other. Yeah, but are you are you reviewing oh, them before you pick? I think so. Yeah. Because you know it could be intense, intensely. Yes. Yes. Could be too much. Mm, I'm just going to take the top three. Okay. Does that feel okay to you? Sure. Yeah. Does it feel dangerous? No. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to, so we have each removed three cards, which I don't know, sounds like it's time for you. (laughs) You are listening to Frank and Eric's. You're going to feel strong pressure on the prostate gland from inside your rectum. So good. Just little guy stuff. Top three showdown. I was thinking recently about the man show. Yeah. And how they used to end this show with women on trampolines. Yeah. That was a fucking different time, man. Sure was. Holy shit. If I could uh, if I could go on a slight tangent, I talked to someone recently about, uh, and this is my very white male perspective. Yeah. My white male suburban perspective, yeah. I would say. Well, you're you're urbanite now again. So urbanite now, but I you know, I certainly lacked that perspective when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, when you think about the era of the man show, I I think this conversation came up because there's that, did you see that thing where, who's that, who's that guy who's the big record producer in Chicago? It's not Steve Albini, Rick Rubin. is it? Rick Rubin. Steve Albini. Yeah. Not Rick Rubin. Yeah. Rick Rubin's like the guy with the beard who's like into okay. meditation, yeah, right? Yeah, Steve yeah. Albini. Yeah. Steve Albini like said this thing about how he wanted to uh, sort of like take ownership and like cop to like his contribution to troll culture. Okay. And like how crass he was in the past thinking that it was funny. And, uh, people like nobody cares about you anymore. That yes. Yeah. Uh, nobody cares. I'm sure no one I'm, no one I'm who's hearing me right now even knows who the fuck he is probably. Yeah. Uh, Um, famous record producer, but, uh, apparently he's prolific online. He sure. like, he's on, tw- he's one of those very online Twitter people. Yeah. Uh, but he, he ended up like being interviewed about this and he talked about how there was this era in the aughts where like suburban people, mostly suburban white males who were kind of like controlling culture, you could potentially say were under the illusion that like all of the big social wars had been won. Mm. So, like racism yeah. was done. Yeah, sure. Like homophobia was done. Like we, we sort of checked all the boxes. And so that means it was okay to start making jokes and I it see. was okay to be like super crass because you felt like generally generationally, like we had decided that like we, we found a position on this and Is that this was before the term <clears throat> politically correct or after, after, well, yeah, after. after yeah. politically correct is like from, you know, like the Clinton era, right? Yeah, or even yeah, before yeah, that, probably yeah. like Reagan. Yeah. But, uh, but I agree with like, like I think a good example of what he's talking about is like the Sarah Silverman show. You remember her whole deal was like making 
like, I mean, maybe not the Sarah Silverman show, but like even her early standup was all about like making rape jokes and like making yeah, jokes about the right. Holocaust and like making racist jokes, but saying it in like a cute voice. Yeah. And it's like, I remember laughing my ass off at that stuff. And I was under that same assumption that like, Oh, well like We're we, we, we all collectively know what the right answer here is. So yeah. it's safe to laugh at this thing. And what we didn't realize is that like, those victimized communities, they were not on the same page. And they weren't like, watching the Sarah Silverman show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is like a highly privileged viewpoint. Sure. And and you know, a really highly privileged viewpoint to have to be had by people who like were not feeling the And then once the like the internet explosion happened and like it all all that came to the forefront. But yeah, but this, no, this was like even, even early Twitter. Think about yeah. like how fucking crass early Twitter mean. was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and then, and then suddenly like marginalized voices started to become amplified, which, you know, I think is a really fucking great thing. But like, yeah. I think that's what, you know, you saw like a huge correction totally culturally. But like, if you told me in 2005 that there was going to be like a, like a, nationwide fascist movement in this country, I'd yeah. be like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. You're like, you're talking about some shit that like my weird punk radical friends go on and on about. You read Noam Chomsky, whatever. I get it. Sure. But like we're, we've moved past this as a culture. Like we figured it out and moved on. It's, isn't that crazy? Yeah. 12. Okay. I'm ready for the top Sorry. three. Show I need, you know, I try, I'm aware. I'm a guy who, does not dress in a contemporary style. Eh, I mean, not like, you know, not like 1980 guy, but yeah. like styles have changed in the last number of years. For sure. Yeah. I have not. Nor, I have not. Yeah. Period. I took a, I took a brief, brief, uh, sojourn into home Depot wear, but, <laughs> but otherwise I would say my, you know, my I don't, clothing has pretty much been the same. Yeah. I have shirts that are 20 years old. Same. Same. <laughs> um, and recently, I tried to expand my palette a little bit. Oh, God. What did you do? I bought like uh, wide leg jeans. Not like Jenko jeans. I would love to see this. But you know, like the contemporary style now is like a wider leg. Like a boot cut. No, not, not a boot cut. <laughs> not a boot cut. Just like more of a, almost like a straight leg. Yeah. You know, but a little bit wider than that. Yeah. They were super comfortable. I just could not, I could, I brought them home. Yeah. Tried them on like probably 10 times in the mirror at home. Never left the house with them on. Yeah. And just felt like, felt silly. Like I was wearing like a cool dude costume. Yeah. Like, hey, look at my new pants, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable unless I'm wearing just like tight jeans. And I've, I tried even going up a size to give myself a little more room, you know. Now you're wearing big pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a husky fit now. <clears throat> yeah. No, um, like the same jeans, just a size up, you know. Yeah, and it just looks bad. Yeah, I ended up getting a whole argument with the guy at the store about it, and I returned them and made a whole scene. Now I can't go to that store anymore. And you get all this room in your in your like seat, exactly. And then everything you know, you have like a blousy pelvis. Exactly, area. my my crotch like bunched up. Yeah, you don't want that. I I needed the bulge to be there, not a, not to be bunching up. You know. Yes. Um, need to be as aerodynamic as possible. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I really tried to branch out and just really didn't work. Yeah. Um. 
And I was ready to be very proud of myself for trying new things and like taking on a different aesthetic and just didn't do it. Couldn't work. Yeah. I find myself looking around at people. I mean, especially being back in New York, it's like everybody is so fashionable. Yeah. And, um, well not, not in my neighborhood, fortunately. Um, I'm the most realist looking dude in my neighborhood. Totally. You know what I'm saying? You're so real. Everybody else in my neighborhood is wearing like a, uh, a fanny pack over their chest cinched tight on an Armani exchange t-shirt <laughs> and they're speaking German about a bridge. And they're wearing they tiny take. little like green eye sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. But then I come over to this neighborhood and like, I'm like, Oh God, look yeah. at all these sexy people in their thirties dining al fresco. But everyone looks like the news fashion is to look like the bass player in prodigy. You know, like looks really nineties and stupid to me. Yeah. Oh my God. The nineties. Yeah. The nineties fashion is back in a big way. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can't go back there. No, that's, that would look ridiculous. To wear like a chain wallet. I'm gigantic. <laughs> can you imagine me in big fucking, can you imagine just the sort of the cubic yards of, yeah. of uh, uh, or the square yards of fabric required? I, I was walking the, off the subway in Williamsburg recently which is a hotbed of contemporary style. Oh God, I can't even imagine. And there was this dude, I forget what he was wearing on top. Maybe like a, a sweater vest with no shirt under it, under it I nice. think. Sick. maybe. <laughs> and <laughs> his, his bottoms were, they were, they were jeans, but they weren't cut in like two legs. It was kind of like, um, like a skirt basically. And they're sort of like pinned together. So all these different jeans kind of like, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen it where they like kind of pinned they together cut the middle of the jeans open. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was almost like a collage of denim. Okay. What homemade. Okay. A denim quilt, if you will. Yeah. Real patch kind of patchwork, shitty patchwork. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and he is walking down the street, you know, very like very confidently his headphones on and looking at his phone very closely as he walks on the street and he was blatantly blocking traffic. Like a car was trying to move. Yeah. He was in the middle of the intersection yeah. just looking at his phone staying there and this car was just like on laying on their horn hocking, hit him. hocking on <laughs> at this guy and they'd start like screaming at him. He's like, what? What? It was very funny. Yeah. My wife recently bought New Balances. Yeah. And she was like, I really like these shoes. I was like, are you a hardcore kid now? <laughs> and she was like, what does that even mean? Did you buy her a hoodie to match? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get her a hoodie in a backpack. Hey, so for your like, new look. So like Dumbo Zoo, you know, with like a, like a fucking, you know. Exactly. Oh, God. Anyway. That is a, that is a reference that is 30 years old. Nobody's getting that. Yeah. Um, okay. So our top three cards. <laughs> I won't, I won't play the whole thing. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go? Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Okay. I'm in no particular order. I'm just reading the one you're asking me these. Yeah. Yes. A conversation I've been meaning to have. (sighs) Conversation I've been meaning to have. Oh man. I think I always owe someone a response. I don't know if you feel that way. Yeah. Uh, I hold a lot of grudges. Same. And I seek vengeance a lot, like in my mind. Oh, in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a very let a sleeping dog lie kind of guy. Oh, I'm not. No. Really? No. I'll dig up some old shit. I'm like, I'm going to let this sleeping dog lie 
and never come back to it. Well, if I'm upset, <laughs> that's the main priority. <clears throat> but if someone else is upset with me, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Right. So, so, so uh, the card says a conversation <laughs> I've been meaning to have. Uh, I called my dad for his birthday last week. That was cool. Um, so you got that one out of the way. Got one out, that one out of the way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind. I've. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm bad at letting things go if I want to, if I'm upset. I guess I've been wanting to connect with a friend of mine uh, and spend more time with him. But it's not like, oh, I need to talk to somebody about something. Yeah. I just want to, yeah, give him a little QT, you know? Yeah. I've learned that's my love language too, a little QT. I, I drunk messaged someone on Instagram the other night because nice. I was so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? No, I was just very drunk and I was Probably lonely, lonely. <laughs> lonely, you know, yeah. <clears throat> and very a different intonation. And, uh, it was an old friend uh-huh. who was in the city for an, for an event. Yeah. He used to live here. doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. moved many years ago. Yeah. I don't think I've talked to him in person in like 10 years. Yeah. And I saw that he was in the city and, and I sent him a message and was like, Oh, Hey man, how's it going? I recently moved back to the city too. If you got some free time while you're here, I'd love to buy you a beer or a coffee. Yeah. And the next morning I woke up and I was like, why did I do that? Did he oh, respond? God, that is embarrassing. Yeah. He responded and he was like, oh, I'm actually really busy, but next time I'm here, I'd love to see you. Cool. Which was nice. Yeah. Really appreciated him giving me that. Why are you embarrassed? That's just desperate. You know? No, it's just connecting with friends. Yeah. Reaching out. I think it's nice. Yeah. That's not how I roll though. <laughs> I'm really interested <laughs> in like some sort of like men's group workout thing. Not me. No. <laughs> if you got the butt sir. together every morning to work out together? No. <laughs> Not happening. I remember even when we went to the gym together, you weren't even trying to hang out then. No. <laughs> no, sir. Not for me. I don't know. I'm kind of into it. It'll be fun. I walk in the door, headphones up, leave me alone. I am in a <laughs> I am in a hour-long revenge fantasy where I'm just lifting as hard as I possibly no. can. So you like hang out, you meet some dudes at like 7 a.m. every day. Not into it. In the field. No. You work out for a while. I know you everyone has like a fun nickname. I know you were talking about And then you about like this, talk about your feelings for like an hour afterwards. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I, I feel like there's two types of people who work out and there's the kind of people who thrive off of like an external, um, like sure. Uh, energy motivation. Yeah. And then there's people who, uh, stri- you know, uh, thrive from an internal energy. Well, I will say I'm that guy though. I work out alone every day yeah. and I'm fine with it and I get pumped up. Yeah. I got my hardcore playing. Yeah. I feel the juice, you know, yeah. It's great. Um, so but I'm not you, complaining but about that. you long to lift But I think your... it'd, be fu- it'd be fun to do both, I think. I did CrossFit. It's... Uh, yeah, I don't even want to do CrossFit. It seems fucking lame. Same thing, though, man. It's just people being like, yeah, you can do it. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> don't fucking make eye contact Don't say shit to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking talk to I'm me. I'm at war with myself right now. <laughs> I don't need you distracting me. Hey, you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You want me to fucking fight you before I do these pull-ups? How's that for a workout? I just said yeah. that you're personal best. 
Fuck. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass before I do these, huh? <laughs> that sound fun? <laughs> Is that my personal best? Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. Follow on my heels with a question. Uh, question for you, Eric Price. I'm the most judgmental when it comes to everything. <laughs> everything. Never every, every fucking Give me thing. Th- everything. <laughs> Everything. Give me three things. Three things. Uh, the I most mean, judgmental. The most judgmental. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize what a judgmental fucking prick I am? I do. I know that about you. It's why we're friends. But like, give, try to narrow, <laughs> narrow it down a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> so one of the things, I mean, these are, I, the, I could just pick random things that bother me. I can give you an example of something like, like body weight. Like someone's over, overweight. I'm really judgmental <laughs> about it. Um, like severely overweight. You yeah. know when someone looks like they like just don't have the frame for their weight? <laughs> you know it's mean? pretty mean. No, come on. <laughs> come on. You know what I mean? You can't say I'm judgmental about everything and say I'm mean afterwards. I am I am super judgmental about this is pretty ironic, but I'm very judgmental about um <clears throat> I'm gonna say like no, I can't even say. Come on. It's, it's too judgmental. Come on. I'm so I just said ju- body I'm, weight. I I'm said do- fat people. <laughs> uh, I I feel um I I feel judgmental about like fitness stuff. That's yeah. what I just said. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Thank God. But but I think I could extrapolate that to like I feel judgmental about um problems that I perceive people to have that they are in the they have the power to control and they choose not to. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I hate it. Like when, when, um, when someone's complaining about something basically. Yeah. Like when they're complaining about something and the answer to the thing they're (laughs) complaining about is stop doing (laughs) and they're like, yeah, dog, I've tried everything. Yeah. Or do something else. Yeah. Like, Oh man. I mean, I am just so fucking exhausted and I just keep gaining weight and hold on. <laughs> How many calories in these in the yeah. IPA? Like a like five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like uh, I am I am very judgmental of uh, people like myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I mean, I mean, honestly, just my internal monologue on a daily basis is so negative. <laughs> I have been so I I have you know dogs like you have. Yeah. I walk my dogs three times a day. I take my kid to daycare. I'm in and out of our building a hundred times a day. Sure. And we have an elevator. Your dog's right here. Okay. Um, he, and, and so I'm up and down the elevator all day. Yeah. And there are multiple people in my building <clears throat> who press both buttons for the elevator. Why? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's an up button and a down yeah, why? button. Why? I don't know if they think that it makes the elevator come faster. It's really selfish. So I am frequently, I frequently encounter people who get on the elevator and are like, which direction is this going? And I'm like, what, what the fuck do you mean? What direction is it going? And they're like, Oh, I'm trying to go up. And I'm like, I'm going down. What, what the fuck is there a little fucking arrow though? Like, yeah, but they don't look at the arrow because the arrow is like in the corner of the door when you get on and they just like, they're looking at their phones and they get on. And I just, to me, that is such a like basic level survival skill in the modern world that I'm like, I want to take their phone and snap it in half and yeah. just be like, you're not ready for the phone. 
Yeah. You got to master the <laughs> elevator, you fucking moron. Sure. Sure. So that's something that I'm very judgmental. <laughs> so elevators and general fitness. Yeah. And then I saw a guy okay. shit on the sidewalk the other day and I was really judgmental of him. That was pretty cool though, I think. I support that guy <clears> shit on the sidewalk. I'm glad that you support that. I was more solving his problems. Yeah. But he shit right next to a table for like an outdoor dining. Even thing. better. That's fucking great. I love that. And I felt really judgmental of the owner of the restaurant not coming outside and beating the shit out of him no with way. a bat. I love that. Like 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 what somebody in the Sopranos would do. No. I want like some women <laughs> who are there to take like a photo of their coffee to come out and almost step in and be like, ew. Yeah. And like it ruined their day. That's yeah. what I want to happen. Ew, what what kind of shit is that? Yikes. Ew, smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Just smell it. Um, so to answer your question, <laughs> I'm judgmental of everything. <laughs> I think that I am most judgmental of myself. Mm. But number two is fitness, is fat people. Which and is what I fucking said. And that's really myself. And he said it was mean. That's myself. You judged me for saying it. Yeah. Fucked up. No, that is fucked up. Yeah. See, I was, <laughs> I was projecting. You were. Yeah, because I look at myself every day in the mirror and I hate what I see. Nice. And that's what fuels me. <laughs> that's what drives me forward. Can I get a drop right there? That's why I fucking... Can we get a fucking circle? <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm in the fucking Equinox mean mugging everybody every day. <laughs> like, you see me, motherfuckers? I'm, I'm, I'm here for war. Yeah. I know you guys are here to socialize and probably have like like sex and fun stuff <laughs> happening in your lives, but I am at war. Yeah. Anyway, um, next question. <laughs> Wait. Oh, uh, yeah, it's my turn. Um, when I'm sick, I want, man, oh, what a layup. God. Jesus. Yeah, that's why you have to edit your fucking questions, man. When I just I'm sick. Pick- I want, I don't give a shit. I'm, I don't want anyone to take care of me. I don't need you to come over and baby me. It's fine. I, uh, I don't watch a good movie. That's cold, man. Lay around. It's not, I don't know. It's not. Okay, I've got all of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not that way. I don't need you to like make me soup or something. It's if you want to come over and walk my dogs, so I don't have to go outside. Yeah, you know, I'm not like oh, I'm sick. Yeah, kind of guy. So yeah, which uh, I will say, people hate. People be like, oh, you're sick. Let me take care of you. Man, I don't know who you're spending time with. <laughs> When I'm sick, I just want everybody to stop breaking my fucking balls for a day so I can be <laughs> sick and get over it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to be left alone. Yeah, I guess. Be left alone. Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, I was never the same after. I was never the same after. Um... Can I give a really boring literal response or, uh, or does it have to We'd be prefer like, you didn't. Okay. But, um, I was never the same. home would prefer you didn't. I was never the same after. So you're going to say my, when my son was born? No, I was going to say like when I broke my foot walking in the snow. Yeah. Never the same after that. Yeah. Always hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Also the birth of my son. Sure. <laughs> really that stress fracture walking in the snow. That was a yeah. real son of That'll a bitch. fuck you up. Um, I was never the same after, um, think like emotional trauma. I'm, I'm digging deep. I'm trying to come <laughs> up with something. Um, I was never the same after. Oh, 
I have a good one, but yeah. I can't really talk about the details. Okay, that's fine. Uh, when I did grand jury duty, that that really fucked me up emotionally. Why? Uh, so grand jury is when like there's jury duty and grand jury duty. Yeah, <clears throat> and then there's so jury duty is like you know they're like doing a, doing like a trial. Yeah. Grand jury is they bring everything that happens before you to determine whether or not there is like a substantial evidence to proceed sure. to charging the person uh, with with the crime and then going to trial. And um, I I had to uh, hear a witness uh, uh, testimony about a crime that was committed. And it was the most horrifying thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Whoa. Yeah. Was it assault? Yes. Whoa. And I will not talk about it on the air. Damn. But um, I thought I was just like going to jury duty. And, yeah, I, yeah. and, I, and I came home and Maya was like, oh, how was jury duty? And I, I like, like started to tear up. And I was like, it was really, really, really difficult. Yeah. And she was like, Jesus, what happened? And I told her and she was like stunned and like gave me a hug wow. and was like, are you okay? What, what do we wow. need to do? Yeah. Um, there's some real fucking darkness in the world, man. Oh yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, hope that person got justice shout out to the people who do that work to fucking bring justice upon those people. Yeah. Cause you know, otherwise, like I wouldn't even think that shit like that happens. I'm just a fucking buffoon hanging out and doing my thing. Yeah. But there's some fucking shitty people doing their shit. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's my very real <laughs> answer. Cool. Uh, oh, also when I did Salvia. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Psychedelics. <laughs> um, all right. You want to ask, ask me a question? When no one is watching, I... I was going to say rub my feet, but I do that in front of people all the time. Yes, you do. All the time. That is a very public event for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when no one is watching. Do you remember that infection you had? Yeah, it was horrible. That was like some that was terrible. rotten.com shit. Yeah, it really was. Um, I still have a photo album on my phone. I've pictures <laughs> of that if you want to see it. Um, when no one's, no one's watching? Yes. I don't know. I'm not super, I don't get embarrassed easily. I'm not that private. I don't think, um, I've been wanting to play guitar more and I found that I don't want to do it in front of other people. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a great recommendation for a guy who, uh, like, like online who teaches. Sure. Yeah. Guitar stuff in a way that's very accessible. Yeah. I'd love to. Um, uh, you know, I don't do that often, but I try to write a little bit. Um, I'll dip into the journal life, you know, mm -hmm. um, that's pretty rare. I've never been able to be a good journaler. Me either. I used to do a lot in high school and a little bit in college, but now I never, I never do. I become too self-aware about what I'm writing. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm stupid. stupid. This is, this, <laughs> this is fucking I can't write stupid. for shit. This sucks. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's yeah, very, have you ever tried the very art- healthy uh, headspace, actually. <laughs> have you ever tried the artist's way thing? No, fuck that. The book. morning Man. pages. Oh God, I really strongly detest the morning Yikes. pages stuff. <laughs> Somebody is being very judgmental. Have you done it? Uh, I tried the morning pages practice uh-huh. for a while. And I, f- I found it interesting. I find it total gibberish. It is pretty sure. If you want gibberish. to start, start like an artist practice as like a habit, sure. Yeah. But as like become, I don't know. I think it's all. It's really. Oh geez, we really, really touched Sorry. on a nerve here. Sorry. Um, you know what I like to do when no one's watching? What's that? Take really long baths. Yeah, I know you're a bath guy. They just got my tub. If you want to get in there, I'll refill the tub like three times. Refill it? Yeah, like the water gets too cold. Yeah, I'm still reading something. Maybe you're gonna drain it, fill it. I'm still reading something, draining, huh. fill it. Wow. That is just relaxation. Yeah, I never, I never bathe like oh, that. It's nice. Uh, Especially if you hurt your neck, you know, uh, brushing your teeth or something. <laughs> and you need a hot soap. I can't, I can't really say there's much I do when no one else is around. <clears throat> um, like it's like sort of being creative, but it's nothing like that revealing. Oh, and I eat nude in hotel rooms. Yeah, I know that about uh, you. Yeah. That's yeah. no one's around for that. Yeah, I won't like crush a bowl of ice cream when people are around the way I do when I'm alone. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shame eat is what you do. <laughs> I do a little shame eating. <laughs> yeah. I came home on Saturday night and I was a little high. Actually, I was quite high. And I was like, it's time for some ice cream. Yeah, baby. And just load it up. Put a bunch of toppings on there. Yeah. Was I nice. was I was in the pit of darkness the other day and uh my wife bought these pumpkin sandwich cream cookies yeah. so it was like a little cakey cookie on each side with a mm-hmm. big old like glob of frosting in the like middle be pie almost yeah like really really like frosting and cake yeah. you know not like an oreo like a big thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and i fucking rammed four of those down my throat nice. like to the point where i was just feeling them sort of like scraping down my throat <laughs> you know and i was just like fuck you yeah <laughs> i hate you too yeah. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? No. <laughs> yeah. No, I shame you for sure. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, uh, if I could change something about the way I was raised, it would be everything. <laughs> everything. But look at you now, Eric. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, that's something I think about all the time now that I am raising a sure. child. That's the hell of raising a child, huh? <laughs> oh, Dude, you don't even confronting know. your childhood. Yeah, um, I was talking to my mother-in-law about this because she's been staying with us for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and uh, she is a uh, psychologist, yeah. so she's helpful to have around. Very interested in having these conversations. Yeah, and I was saying that one of the things that's really tricky uh, about you know having a kid and raising a kid and encountering all this stuff for the first time is that like it it awakens the patterns that you've experienced in your own life. Totally. So not only are you like worried about recreating them, you re-experience them. Oh yeah. So like the, the big thing for me and to answer your question, like what's the thing that I would like change about the way I was raised, I would make like, I would make my parents interested in my emotional well being. In on any level, just like even just like a minimal level. Yeah. They were not, could not be just even just, a little bit. Yeah. They were like, you're our roommate who's really young. Yeah. So like if you're Same. having a hard time, deal with it. We're dealing with our shit. Yep. And uh 
And so I, in raising my own son, I, um, I, so he's been sick recently and it's been kind of tough and he's getting better now, but like, you know, we had sort of a rough week and I simultaneously feel, um, I feel terrible because I feel like he, like he's too young, you know, he's, he's 18 months old. He's too young to talk or anything, but like he knows that I'm his dad and he knows that he feels sick and I feel terrible that I can't like impart to him that I like care. You know what I mean? Like, like when I'm giving him medicine, he's fighting me. He doesn't know I'm trying to do something good, you know? And, and so like, I feel like I'm putting him through a stressful emotional experience without being able to communicate that. Like I'm, I care about him and I'm trying to help him. I'm just sort of this force that's making him feel worse. Sure. And so that makes me feel like I'm reproducing you know, the, the feeling that, that like what I experienced, but then at the same time, I also feel like, why can't you understand me? Yeah. Right. And so it makes me right. feel the same feeling. And it's like, it, it's just this like ping pong of emotions back and forth. And I, well, it's, it's like, you know, why you're basically saying like, why, like, let me show you, I love you. But, um, like, let me feel it too in the same way, you know? Yeah. 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 So it's, you're, you're, yeah. I mean, it's literally like being, it's like being afraid of creating the same emotional circumstances, but also finding yourself in the same emotional circumstances, which is like a real mind fuck while it's going on. But you know, if the kid needs medicine, you just sort of got to like fucking put him in a headlock and shoot that syringe of stuff into his mouth. And totally, you know, a few minutes later he forgets that it even happened, but, uh, it's, it's really upsetting while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to when I could just be like, how you doing, buddy? Ha. And he could just be like, good, bad, you know. It's between, pretty cool. But- like having nieces and nephews is pretty cool. <clears throat> I mean, then there are also all these other problems that come along with that, but it's pretty fun to just like hang out with those people. Yeah. Have like a normal conversation. Yeah, we're a ways off from that, but uh, I am definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the answer to that question. Cool. That's it. All right, that is the end of the episode, and uh, hope you're enjoying season three of Frank and Eric. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you can email us Frank at frankanderic.com, Eric at frankanderic.com. You could message us on our socials. You probably, if you're listening to this, you probably already know where to find us uh, on Instagram or whatever. And um, yeah, I don't know. Stay positive.